Welcome to the Toxic Masculinity Podcast, where we discuss everything from the standpoint of a toxic male. I'm your host, Chris Thomas. Today's episode is going to be titled, A Tribute to DMX. I, um, DMX is one of the greatest rappers ever. He meant a lot to the culture, and unfortunately, he just passed a few days ago. I'm recording this episode a few days after he passed. Um, <clears throat> I had other ones lined up to drop, but I just wanted to get this out as soon as possible um, before the topic got too stale. Um, and just give him his flowers, you know. I gave X his flowers when he was living. I've been a lifelong fan. He wasn't one of my favorites, but I've, I've been a fan because it's DMX. So in this episode, we're going to... Briefly break down like who he was, what he meant, um, why some people say he's the best, like his accomplishments and shit like that. I share a couple of personal stories and then I'll get into my favorite 25 X songs of all time. All right. So X, he a rapper from Yonkers, um, came up as a battler. Um, they got a famous battle with him and Hove that's probably going to come out now. Um, it's been like kept. Like locking key secret forever, but it's like um the battle did happen when they before they both got signed, but um he was just a a rapper back in the day when being a rapper like you had to rap and you had to go battle and you had to really go put on it wasn't just about views and all that shit so um you know he he was grimy, he was a battle rapper, and he uh worked his way up to being the biggest in the game. He meant a lot to the culture because it was like come as you are. You can be yourself. You know what I'm saying? DMX, that's what made him great. He was unapologetic and he had a bunch of sides. Some people would say he's the realest rapper of all time just because of the topics he discussed, the trials and tribulations he went through, and the shit that he did. So like a lot of the shit he was talking about, he did um, or was doing. So um, with that said, you you always got to respect um, somebody that's real, um, heartfelt lines, you know, I'll get to some of the songs later, but songs like Damien, um, obviously Slippin', he had them prayers, like, he was the first rapper I knew with a prayer after every seed, after every, at the end of every CD, he had the prayer, you know what I'm saying, like, as thug as he was, as much killing and raping and shooting and all that shit that he did, he always ended the project with a prayer, and it was sincere, like, you felt it was sincere, it was sincere, so um, they just don't, I don't want to say they don't make them like that no more, but it's very rare when you get <clears throat> an artist or a rapper or whatever that's um, that's like that. As far as his accomplishments and <clears throat> why another reason why some people say he's the best, when X dropped, man, he was, that was it. That was it. When he dropped, it was like a atomic bomb type shit, like... It's kind of tough to explain. I was a young boy. So the first time I want to say I heard X was on the survival of the illa CD. So like, I I like, I think I had heard Get At Me. I don't remember. But I remember it was this CD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because LL Cool J. Okay, the first time I might have heard X might have been on 4321. I don't remember. The first time I remember that I think I heard X was on a track called Shut Him Down and it was on this green survival of the illest CD. Um, I got the CD because LL Cool J was dissing cannabis. I didn't know much about cannabis, but my dad had put me on the rap. So I had loved LL Cool J when I was a kid. I was like 11, 12. I loved LL. Niggas couldn't tell me shit about LL because that was my dad, man. So when LL, he had the Ripper Strikes Back. That's why I had got that survival of the illest CD. I think it was packaged. 
with DMX first CD, I don't know. Being the kid that I was, I probably listened to the Survivor of the Illest before I even listened to the DMX shit. I don't know, whatever it was packaged with, I remember being packaged with something, but anyway, man, that Survivor of the Illest CD, I think it had a few DMX songs on there, but to shut them down with Onyx, that ended up being my favorite song on there. It was crazy, and like DMX came on that shit like, I bet you this motherfucking double barrel of bastard's face be on the lookout for a basket case. I was like, what the fuck? I was a kid, I was like, I had never heard nothing like that, and he just, he just kept going, so I liked him instantly. And then I remember hearing Get At Me, dog. I don't really remember hearing 4321. Obviously, I heard it. But after that, I remember hearing Get At Me, dog. And that was just, it was different. It was short. The video was just wild looking, just DMX. And then it was the locks niggas in it. And I'm a kid. So I'm like, why they left? Why they Why they with DMX now? Why they not with Puff Daddy? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just crazy. Sheik was in the videos like, yo, these, these niggas, these niggas is new and it's, it's dope. Um, my first concert I ever went to, um, I was fifth, sixth, seventh grade. It was a Rough Riders Cash Money concert. I'll never forget it because Cash Money had like this big ass condom, like, like them niggas came down in a helicopter, but they had this big ass condom on stage when they was doing the back that ass up. Um, they had a back that ass up contest i remember that even being a kid we was way in the rafters we was high up nosebleeds but i went with my cousins krishna and sean and somebody else um and i'm happy they drug my ass along because i'm able to say that i seen that shit um i remember lil wayne i remember dmx coming down when D- he came down in the cage type shit like i think he came from the in the center of the arena and he was just like in a cage like he was in jail and he popped out and that was it but um yeah those was my earliest memories of x and like i said his accomplishments when he dropped it was over that nigga dropped went straight number one then he dropped again six months later with flesh of my flesh blood of my blood and he went like double triple quadruple platinum again i still i think he's still the only artist or hip-hop artist to drop two albums in the same year and they both go number one like, now, you know, they got tricks of the trade and shit. But back then, like, you really had to go out and buy CDs. So, like, imagine some... And, and niggas didn't drop like that. Niggas normally dropped every three, four years back then. X came out, boom, dropped, took the world over, took the world... Yo, that first CD is dark and hell is hot, bro. To this day, that shit, to me, might have, like, two or three skips. That is one of the best CDs ever, man. I remember being in seventh grade. It was sixth or seventh grade. And we was in gym and everybody had that shit in their locker. Everybody had their CD players and that was the CD that was in there. And if you ain't having, you was asking somebody to hold it. Yo, let me hold it. I just want to hear a couple songs. Let me hear a couple songs. I had the CD. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like X was different. He had niggas wearing goggles. Like X was different. And then the barking, the dog shit. Like my dog. Everybody still say my dog basically because of DMX type shit. So, um... It's really tough to quantify how big he was. And like I said, he dropped Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood later that year. I think he dropped his first joint in like April or May. Then he dropped Flesh of My Flesh in December. And both went number one. Both sold mad albums. I'm not really the biggest fan of Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. I only really like X first CD. So when we get into my list, a lot of the songs is going to be off that. But, you know, he's still a great artist, great intensity. And he's a hit maker. I think the nigga first three or four albums all went number one on the charts 
So it's not a lot, of, a lot of people can say that. And then you got to look how he did it. He didn't dumb it down. As great as 50 is, 52nd album, it was a lot of chick songs like Candy Shop and Just a Little Bit, even though that's my shit. <laughs> Disco Inferno, that's my shit too. <laughs> I'm talking shit, but like, there's some good records. But it was a lot of like chick shit. X wasn't on that shit. X was going platinum, like killing niggas, like in the worst way type shit. Um, so that's it, man. Um, anything else you want to learn about X? Um, Rough Riders, I mean, uh, BT had a great documentary on the Rough Riders. Check that out. It's probably free on YouTube. You know, Google DMX, learn about them. But that's just my little intro uh, to what DMX was. All right. And um, after this break, we're going to get into my favorite 25X songs of all time. Alright, welcome back. Let's get into my favorite 25X songs of all time. Y'all know what I say. I always try to differentiate. These are my favorites. These aren't the greatest. You know, I, I got a best slash greatest TIP songs of all time. And I gave my reasonings why those were certain songs were better than others. But these are just my favorites. So if they ain't your favorites, you're like, nah, this is better than that. I can understand. You know what I'm saying? This is not, I'm not really... And it's not like debatable. I'm not going to debate. You know what I'm saying? If not, just like I said, this was a list where I was like, these are the greatest. I would debate with you. But um, yeah, I didn't mention this before, but send all love mail, hate mail, concerns, questions, show ideas, whatever. ToxicKingTalkGmail.com. ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com. Let's get into the list. Y'all know me. I always got to have. Uh, honorable mention, just a couple honorable mention real quick. Um, no love. Ain't no other got love for me. Ain't nobody gonna bust love for me. Ain't that song right there. I fucks with that every now and then when I hear it. And heat. Um, I don't really like flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, but that's a very good storytelling song on flesh of my flesh, heat. So those are the two honorable mention. But uh let's get into the list. These is like all bangers. Alright, um some of them hits. Alright, Blackout. Blackout for me, you know, um, Jada, I used to have bad luck. Now you might see me in a jack truck, mad stuck, either with a dime or a bad duck. Um, you know, I, I don't really like Jay-Z verse on there. Niggas don't argue me down on that. Um, Blackout to me is not even close to as good as niggas done started something, but I rock with it. I listen to it. I think you can't have a favorite X list without that. X verse was serious, you know. Um, shit. Even Styles, Catch Me With the 38, Box of Shells, and the 98, Lincoln Eating Pasta Shells, Order to Go. Always, yeah. Um, unless, what's that? Niggas done started something. See, I'll be mixing them songs up, but I, Niggas done started something is just so much better because DMS got one of the greatest verses of all time. And Mace. And I'll get into that later. <laughs> but yeah, Blackout, number 25. Number 24, it's all good. It's all right. Fuck all day. Fuck all night. I don't know why I just like that song. Like, it just, I just like that song. It's mad catchy. Even um, DM, like, sometimes that song just come back in my head. Even DMX verses come back in my head. Um, I did it all from Mac and 3-0s to 3-way. Minica hoes, like, and they all say the same about my game is tight. That's why every night. 
different group of bitches started fighting over some dick that they don't even know. Like, I don't even listen to that song, but when I was a kid, I listened to it a few times and it always stuck in my head. I, it's probably a remake or something. That's why. But, um, yeah. Next, um, Get It On The Floor. I love that beat. Um, when we as kids, we used to rap over instrumentals. I used to get the instrumentals for the fam. I was like 16, was really 13, 14, 15, but all the way up to like age 19. I would download instrumentals on my computer and bring them to my godbrother's house. And it'd be like anywhere from four to 10 niggas over there. And we'd just be freestyling over these shits. And i never forget that get it on the floor beat was so crazy. And that's why I love that shit so much. Just the memories. That's why it's one of my favorite songs. The memories of that beat. And it was a good song. Um, ATF. A short song. A song Dark as Hell and Dark and Hell is Hot. I'll try to get into what all these joints on. Blackout is on. Flesh of My Flesh. It's all good. I think it's on. Flesh of My Flesh. Oil. And then there is X. Get It on the Floor is on. And then there was X. ATF. I just said it was on Dark and Hell is Hot. Alright. Um, just a short storyteller song, fire, real intense. I like it. Next is X is coming for you. Um, he's got a couple, he's got one like X is coming for you. Can't do nothing. Not that one. The one that's on dark and hell is hot. One of the most graphic, nastiest gut wrenching songs I ever heard. I remember being a kid, listening to that shit and like being like, Wow. I've never heard no rapper say no shit like this. Listen to that song. Um, but it's just a... It's like one, two, X is coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. That song right there. Listen to some of that man bars. But it's a, it's a good song. It's just... It's it's X. That's why I like it. Like, it's X. So, I remember being a kid just being just shocked. It's always been one of my favorites after that. Next is Who We Be. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> I remember when that shit came out I'm like yo this nigga X gonna make a hit That was probably on his fourth album I don't think that was on And then there was X That might have been on his fourth album That shit might have went number one on his fourth album I really don't remember that Um, But Yeah this you know you still hear it It's dope uh, The hook is dope Um, X flow is dope it's, just a, it's a good concept for a song It's a good song Next is my niggas. What is that the intro to? Uh, yeah, I think that's flesh, of, flesh, of, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood intro. That song is also on. What's that movie? A football movie. Um, it's one of my favorite ones too. Oh, any given Sunday, it's on there too. But it's just a dope intro. X is great with the intros. That's a great intro. It's not too long, but um, just check it out. Like I said, it's on the second. It's the intro to his second album. It's fire. Most people listening to this already heard it. You know. Next, Money, Power, Respect. I don't know what album that's on. Maybe The Lock's second album. Uh, maybe The Lock's first album. I don't know. Maybe Lil' Kim album. I doubt it because she don't even got a verse. But yeah, Money, Power, Respect. Great song. Lil' Kim on there. And then X just at the end of it, he just he just still a show, man. You know, this is a beat that I could freak with. Just drop real, real, real. Niggas know my skills. <laughs> Split him up, hit him up, hit him up. And like X really wasn't, you can tell, like he wasn't like most lyrical, miracle, spiritual. That's where the 
comparisons to Tupac probably come in too, like the bandana, the bald head, the content. But like neither one of them was lyrical, miracle, spiritual. It's just how they said it. That's why Biggie is just crazy because Biggie could do both. You know, he, I mean, we ain't going to get into Biggie. This is about DMX, but yeah. Um, <laughs> X, he wasn't the most lit, but he had aired this shit out and had the best verse just because his flow and his intensity. And that's what Money, Power, Respect was. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I, so I think there's number 17 or number 16. Probably number 16. Some X shit. So on the Rough Riders compilation, it's the last song on there. I believe it's number 15. I remember Rough Riders was on fire. I was in middle school. Rough Riders was on fire. Anything that they dropped, niggas was going to get it. We was just going to get that shit. And when that came out, it had like the, the silver R on the on the record cover. Man, first of all, let's just talk about that CD. Had Down Bottom. Do you niggas bust your guns on there? Had Jigga My Nigga on there. Had Kiss of Death on there. Had another song I'm going to put up here a little later on there. Um... But that's some X shit. I think they even had pun on there. It was some shit on there. <laughs> but that's some X shit. One of the best beats I had heard from Swiss, in my opinion, at the time. The beat was just crazy. And X really wasn't on that CD that much. He just had a, a couple songs where he had the solo shit. But that some X shit, yeah. Um, If I thought you niggas really wanted drama, I'd have been put out the line. Word to my mama. Amo. Um, and that's how you rap the whole song. If I thought that half the shit niggas said was true, I'd be spitting mad at you. And then your crew. I ain't heard these songs in years. So if I'm messing up a word or two, hey, bear with me. This is all off the top of my head. But um, some X shit, definitely. Next, what they want. Great song, obviously. Uh, it's just so great because like you look at X... And you see the love he get, especially from women. And it shows you, for my Toxic Kings listening, that women will love you just for you. You don't need to fake. You got to be you. Because as much as X and X is diff, you don't want to compare yourself to a man with a lot of fame and fortune and shit because of women's hypergamy. I get it. But the point is, if you listening to what this dude is saying on these songs and the way that women love them, it's crazy. He's literally talking about Fucking bad bitches. That's it. And they love the song. When he's saying name to name, they they want to hear their name. Oh, yeah. You about to say my name. Like, and, you know, it was Brenda, Letitia. Uh, that's what makes that song so legendary. But the beat, too. Uh, I think that's on his third CD. Second or third CD. Might have been on. I think that was on X third CD. I don't think that was on Flesh of My Flesh. But it might have been. It might have been. Might have been. Cisco on that thing. I seen a tweet on um obviously on Twitter. I seen a tweet, dude was like, you know X was gangster. If he can make a hip hop love song with Cisco and it still went hard. Like that beat, it's a soft beat. We liked it because it was a fire beat. I think Nokio made it from Drew Hill. But it wasn't like the Rough Riders beat. The Rough Riders, what? The Rough Riders. It wasn't like that. <laughs> you know, it wasn't even like um, Rough Riders Anthem. It wasn't a beat like that. It was like a nice, you know, with the strings and shit. But X just did what he did. And that just made it a classic. And it's a classic. It's a hit and a banker. All right. 
Next, money cash holds. I think this is number 15. Let me see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 9, 12, 13, 14. Yes, number 15 on the list. Money cash holds. What can I say? When I first got in the hold, it was volume two. I didn't listen to Reasonable Doubt until like 2000s when I really wanted to become a hip hop head. Like I just, I wasn't interested in it. I might have listened to the S. Dot Com. No, don't, don't give me the line. Don't give me the line. Before volume three came out, I had listened to Reasonable Doubt. I did because I had liked Jay-Z so much off of volume two. That I went back and tried to be a nerd and listen to it. And I remember not liking volume one, but volume, but um reasonable doubt, the the samples and shit. I loved it. I loved it. Politics as usual. Yeah. So don't give me the line. But money cash holes, like that, that volume two, that was my introduction to Jay-Z. And I was already heavy on DMX. So when that song was on there, DMX and my dog's bike. Jigga, my nigga, rhyme all night. Like, that just shows you right there, like, Jay-Z is way better lyrically. But if you ask most people what they remember from that song, it's DMX's first two bars. Because it's about the flow and the intensity and the cadence and the way you ride the beat, which is the flow. Like, come on. Like, Jay is probably saying some shit, but I got to really, really, really think. And I could probably spit J-verse off the top of my head, but I just got to think how it started. DMX, you rarely got to do that. You know how you coming every time. Number 14 is Bug Out. This is on that Ride or Die Volume 1. The same shit that had uh, some X shit on there. It's number 8, I believe. And um, short song, crazy beat. Come on, baby. Like, you don't know the streets is. It was just, it was, it just, it was, it was just intensity. It was 90 seconds of intensity. Like it wasn't no hook. It was just a 16. So what's the rough rider supposed to do when you front? Give you niggas what you want, motherfuckers. Nothing. Like it was just 16 over a fire beat, but it's one of my favorite X songs ever. Number 14, Bug Out. Check it out. Rough Riders compilation, volume one. Number 13, it's Murder. Him, Ja Rule, and Jay. A lot of people don't know or they don't remember when Ja first came out. First of all, Ja Rule first CD, Vinny Vinny Vici, was fucking fire. That shit was crazy. I I remember that. I bought that CD. Um, I was a kid. You know, we was spending $20 on whatever. I don't even know where we was getting this money from. We were just spending the money buying CDs. But yeah, that song was on there. And Jay-Z, Ja Rule, and DMX had a group called Murder Incorporated. When Ja first came out, they was just pushing Ja. I'm like, damn, will this nigga just come in? Like, you see, he was on the Can I Get a What, What? Then he was in Murder Incorporated with Jay-Z and, and fucking DMX. Like, they put Ja up there. They was giving Ja that push now that I look at it. And it's a song on Ja Rule's first album called It's Murder. It might be number 13 or 14. I don't know. It's on Vinny Vinny Vici. It's called It's Murder. And DMX aired that shit out. You holding on for too long and I ain't pulling the plug on you. I'm running that joint myself and dump another slug on you. Like, yeah. Jay-Z do his thing too. Ja Rule, you know. But again, to me, it's just DMX. He started off too. So, yeah, check that out. That's number 13. Number 12, the Rough Rider Anthem. Um, That's probably a lot of people's favorite DMX song. That's probably, well, not a lot of, but that's... A good number of people favorite song. That's a good number of people introduction. 
into um DMX like great hook great it that's DMX that song right there niggas wanna lie the niggas wanna lie the niggas wonder why niggas wanna die like real easy to to know to say it to feel it and recite it just back to back to back just saying it and then the hook stop drop like that is a great song that may be his greatest well nah that's not his greatest but that's one of his top five great songs ever just the way the song was the verses the concept the video it was just like boom this dmx and niggas just rocked with him after that all right uh number 11 i believe this is is 4321 i don't remember when i heard this song <laughs> but when I heard it, it was a great song. I love everybody verse on there. That's where the cannabis and um, LL Cool J beef started. But, I mean, just X, man. Just... Like, I had... It's not that I had forgot about X on there. I just remember, like, Master P being on there. And I think they took Master P off and put DMX on there. I don't remember. I just know I heard DMX verse... LL posted it on Twitter the day uh four three two one April third two thousand twenty one and yo <laughs> X verse on there is crazy. Do you value your life as much as your possessions? Don't be a stupid nigga learning lesson. I'm gonna get you either way, but it's better to live. Let me get what's in your socks, cause it's better to give than receive. Wow, it's crazy. Like I said, like it's 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 potent. It don't even gotta be lyrical, miracle, spiritual. It's just it's potent. It's some gangster shit, but it's still like make you think. Like, oh, that was a witty way of saying that. X, okay, I fucks with it. Alright. Top ten, top ten. Uh now if we got into the greatest, this would probably be number one. But as far as my favorites, is this is ten for me, it's slipping. Don't really got to give too much of an explanation. It's one of the greatest hip-hop songs ever. It make people cry when they hear it. Now that X is gone, listening to it will probably hit different. But there aren't many rappers that ever was that personable on a song. They Like, he told you his whole life story. Like... It is crazy. It's a great song. Matter of fact, I'm gonna listen to that shit when I get done with this, uh, because I haven't heard it in a long time. So I want to, I want to listen to it, and I wanted to hit different with X being gone. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's it. Number ten. Make sure nine eight seven six five four three two one. Yeah. Uh, should I? I'm even getting a somber tones talking about it. That's how great that song is. You know, that's how great that song is. Number nine. Here comes the boom. That was the shit. <laughs> that was the shit. Being a young boy in the clubs for the first time, at the teen clubs, like DMX, Sean Paul. Sean Paul was on fire. DMX was still on fire. Belly is just everything. Like DMX on the fucking reggae beat. Like it's too much. It's just all of it is too much. It's a great fucking song. It's amazing, man. Um. Yeah, I love that fucking song, man. That song just bring back a lot of great memories of a young boy just having fun. <laughs> that was a great song. All right. Uh, number eight, Get At Me, Dog. A lot, you know, I was talking. I got another episode coming out that was actually supposed to come out this week. Now it might come out like in a month or two, but 
it was gonna be uh was titled the ten most influential rappers of since two thousand. X not on the list, but I spoke of a certain rapper who will remain nameless, who all his songs was wild short. And I'm like, he wasn't the first one to do that, but he made it popularized. And as I go through this list, a few of X songs like short and sweet. And I don't know if you get enough credit for that. As I look at my list, ATF, my niggas, bug out. And even get at me. All these songs is under three minutes, which was crazy in 1998. You was more likely to hear a five minute song on the radio than a three minute song on the radio or a two and a half minute song on the radio. So I just want to give Miss Flowers on that too. Get at me, dog. Great song. It ain't really too much else to say about it. What must I go through? Show you shit is real. And I ain't really never gave a fuck. I niggas fail. I rob and I still like. <laughs> Amazing. That's, uh, imagine getting introduced to your favorite rapper that way. Like, he he hooked niggas. If you don't know by now, then you slipping. I'm on some bullshit. They got me jacking niggas. Flipping. Got my mans in there. Stay with him. But I'm stay gritty. It's all for the money. Is you with me? The bitches? Nah, I commit the crimes. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. That was that shit, man. The beat, the video, the flows. It's too much. It's too much. Next, uh, his first intro. That First intro before you got to where everybody wanted to get to. Because back then it was different. Like, now it ain't no need for singles because the way we consume music. Back then you couldn't, it was you got the single first, that made you hype, then you got the CD. And as soon as that CD dropped, you wanted to skip to that single. But for people that just let that intro rock, one, two, one, two, come through, one, two, one, two. Oh, you don't know what the gun do? Some dude, those who know, it's real quiet. Fuck around and start a riot. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's one of my favorite. It's just so intense. It's the perfect workout song. Gee, shit. It's the perfect workout song. But making the, I like that song better than the Rough Riders Anthem. Like, I found myself, the first time I heard it, I just pushed repeat. And I knew Rough Riders Anthem was number two. And this was 12-year-old. 12 12-year-old 12 Chris, like, wanting to hear his favorite song. I was, it was so good. I'm surprised I even listened to the intro. But it was so good. I remember riding my bike to Record Archive. I had a bike. I rode that shit to Record Archive. I lived on Flint. I rode that shit all the way to Mount Hope, um, which is uh, probably like, I don't know, I want to say five or seven miles. But on a bike, that's going from the hood to kind of where the white folks at to get a CD. And I remember riding my bike there and getting that shit, coming home, sitting at the kitchen table, reading a book, listening to it. And I repeated that, <laughs> that intro the first time I heard it. It was crazy. I, um, we close. Almost at the top five. Next song, number six, Stop Being Greedy. The beat, one of a kind, DMX, just talking wild shit. The energy on the song, it's just, it was a great song. It's a great song. I can turn that on right now and, and just get into a vibe, get into it like, okay, let me get up and start moving, you know, get motivated. So that's definitely a great song. Stop being greedy. One of my favorites. Now we in the top five. Number five, how it's going down. Now what's so funny about this song, I thought this was about his wife, but I was doing a little research and I found out it's about uh when he was 17, he had a crush on a chick, but then he had to go to jail. When he came out, she was kind of curving him, you know what I'm saying? 
and that's was the basis for that song but that's a lot of people's favorite dmx song and like i was talking about earlier listen to the lyrics of that song like listen to the lyrics of the song <laughs> take the snow up the 150 see joe what you really got to do is listen to the Joe Button podcast breakdown of how it's going down. That shit is hilarious because they, they literally go bar by bar and show you how X was wild in that whole song. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, how it's going down. Great song. Faith Evans on the hook. Great beat. But Faith Evans will really make that that song to me. That singing, all I want is you in the background. That just, you just make you want to hear it over and over again. Number four, spoke about this earlier. Shut them down. Shut them down with Onyx. Like, too much. Um, Sticky is tough on there. Sticky Fingers is tough on there, but it's DMX. It's DMX. I listen to that song every single day. I love that song. Shut them down. Number four. I don't know what album is on. And I did kind of stop saying the albums these was on. Let me see. 4321 was on L Cool J album Phenomenon. Slippin' was on X second album. Here Comes the Boom was on Belly soundtrack. Get At Me first album. First intro, first album. Stop Being Greedy first album. How It's Going Down first album. Rest of these shits is basically on the first album. All right, besides Shut It Down. Number three, Damien, first album. Great song. Um, talking about temptation. He basically talking to the devil. They say, I don't know, you can look this up yourself, I haven't had a chance to verify, but they say this song is based off the guy that um, tricked X in the first smoking crack, like laced his blunt and got him addicted to crack. I believe that's what the song is about, but it's just a it's a great song, man. For that nigga, I will bleed, give him my right hand. Now that I think about it, yo, that's my man. <laughs> Either do it or give me your right hand, that's what you said. I see now ain't nothing but trouble at serious man serious shit I love it alright number two niggas done started something my second favorite X song of all time it just means a lot to me I remember being a kid like I said sitting at that table and that was the last song on there and I'm like wow Cause you gotta remember, this is Young Chris. So I was loving Bad Boy. I was loving Feel So Good. I was loving Puffy. I was I was loving that. And to hear Mace rap like that, and I talk about this on another episode called Top Fives. That's one of the least well performing episodes, probably because the title and shit. But it was a great episode. Check it out. But just Mace verse on that, I had never heard him rap like that before. Any nigga make it high, get found in vacant lot. You don't really want to come try the one guy who stayed dumb high. And rep the Sing Sing alumni and get more beef than the Islamic Fong. But X, one of the greatest verses I ever heard. One of the greatest verses I ever heard, man. Like, <laughs> fuck what you hear. Fuck what you heard is what you hearing. See if your hardest niggas split when I start a bunch of shit. Yeah, I like pussy, but not up in my face will give me three feet. Because when we creep more than three deep, niggas see sheep. Listen to that song again too when we get done. Uh, just a great song, number 19 on It's Dark and Hell is Hot. One of my favorite songs ever. One of my favorite songs ever. And number one, probably the only one who liked this song like that. It's my favorite DMX song ever. Crime Story. I believe it's number 12 on It's Dark and Hell is Hot. 
He's telling a story. The beat is just when I was a kid, I had never really heard a beat like that with the drums and shit. So the beat got me. And then just the who is this I see coming through? It's like three in the AM. I'm going to rob this nigga. And when I'm done, I'm going to slam for being stupid. Like coming through after one, two, having a gun you get through. Yeah, that what it do. Yo, that shit was. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I'm I'm an ex fan. Like I say, he wasn't like one of my favorite rappers of all time, but that first CD is one of the greatest CDs I've ever heard. So, crime story. He's just talking about a crime story. That's it. So, that's my top 25. Hopefully, this gave you some good memories. Rest in peace to the great Earl DMX Simmons. Um, peace and love to all his family. And um, rest well, man. As always, thanks for listening to the Toxic Masculinity Podcast. Peace and love.